awesome. <laughs> Yo, uh, I gotta remember to start recording. Let me see. Anderson Silva boxing. Who's he fighting? I just want to make sure I remember because I saw the picture and I was like, this shit can't be real. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Huh. No, he already fought him. You see, I think the article's fake. I don't believe it. But I'd say it is. If Floyd Mayweather uh, beats up this UPS driver, this is going to put his record at basically 701. And Anderson Silva gets to fight the oldest person in the ring because why the fuck not? Hey, so, you know, Cracker Jacks, now they're bringing out Cracker Joes. That's it. That is it. Anybody under the age of 35 or actually 36 at this point has never seen a mortgage rate at 5% until now. Welcome. This is what it was like in the early 2000s. I think our first mortgage was like 7.5%. It was a motherfucker. Uh, I swear we're going to remember to start recording the show. We just don't, we just, we're not, we're just not doing that. (sighs) I wonder if (laughs) the beginning of the whole show though, should be extra at this point. It really should be. I have to come up with a new button to remember to push record. If not, it's not just, it's just not going to work. I think I got to set it to just start recording. Okay. The OnlyFans model and the boyfriend murder or or domestic violence situation. It seems off, but it doesn't. It just looks like it was a DV and she defended herself and killed him. And then it kept on going. Like they're trying to make it something that it really isn't. Uh, In the pictures they showed her in her balcony, bloodied. Well, she stabbed him. Uh, Apparently they had a domestic uh, disturbance. And it got out of line. Uh, a couple stories said that she used to hit him all the time. She was very abusive. Um, probably not a healthy environment if that's what's going on. When a dude lets a chick just beat on him and shit for shits and gigs because he feels like he really can't do no better. So he's acting like a little pussy and getting beat up on. And I feel bad for the boy. Uh, he's no longer with us. And Shorty is, you know, uh, man, that's tough. That one's tough because Shorty is really... I don't know how this one skates. I don't know how this one skates. I don't know how this one skates. This is this is fucking nuts. Like honestly, this one's nuts. There's so much on it too. Like they tried to spin it. There's really nothing to spin. It just looks like a DV that went out of just completely went left. And although, yes, that would be a disgusting porno intro. Although it did go left, it just looks like a DV and she defended herself. He was bigger than her, but not by much. Not enough for her to do all that shit. But again, like I said, what do I know? What do I know, y'all? It looked crazy. It wasn't enough to read. This shit was nothing. It was like, yo, nobody knows what happened. It was a DV. This shit happened behind closed doors. And then, boom, popped off. Let's get into these stories. And... Uh... <laughs> One of the stories that we wanted to talk about was these kids that brought to school THC candy. Let me tell you something. Edibles are very expensive. Keep edibles away from children 
and out of reach and just tell your kids that they're not for kids be honest with them because they're very very dangerous it's not safe it's just not safe uh edible thc turns into thca inside of the body which actually causes more of a psychosis than uh smoking cannabis so be careful with kids around that type of stuff. Do yourself a favor. Keep it up out of the way. I found it hilarious uh, as to what the teacher said because this teacher was great. And it was in quotations. And this was pretty much it. It was just some kids brought the shit to school and they got all high. I'm not surprised by a lot of things anymore because there's so much accessibility to so much. But in this case, I'm a little dumbfounded by how quick it came about. Uh, Bernalilio, public school superintendent Matt Manateo said... Not to be unexpected that this could happen, but this happened so quickly after the law went into effect on Friday. Oh, shit. Is that what it was? Is that why it's such a big deal? My bad. I just thought it was funny because it was like, this shit doesn't. I can see the teacher right now smoking a cigarette, doing an interview going, let me tell you something. Nothing surprises me with these fucking kids. Exactly that. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, whatever state this was in, keep, keep, keep marijuana products away from your children. At, at all times, yo, it's not safe. Don't do that dumb shit. I don't understand why. I mean, listen, one, it mad expensive. Like, them them ropes cost, like, almost $150 for, like, six of them fucking ropes. So the fact that you just gave a kid a bag of ropes for $150 is crazy as fuck. Nah, I'm just not into edibles, bro. I'm not into what that shit does to you. It's a psychological thing with me. Like, I prefer my dabs. You know me, I be dabbing it up. dabby i yabby uh, but it, it, I could like honestly, I want to be. I I want to do a skit. I want to do a skit with a with a teacher, and I want to ask them how they would feel about this shit because this is really funny to me. Like, what is wrong with? I used to get high in class all the fucking time. I was a menace. <laughs> I was a fucking menace. So Amazon's getting into real estate, and uh, although not surprising. Real estate is gonna need to go under some serious changes if we're gonna if we're gonna see some uh forward mobility in America. But we'll uh we'll we'll talk about it and see what exactly Amazon and Bezos are getting into. The stories from the Washington Post: Amazon is breaching or branching, excuse me, into real estate through a partnership with Realology, 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 the National. The, excuse me, the, the nation's biggest residential real estate broker, the company announced on Tuesday. Uh, through the new turnkey program, uh, would be would be home buyers in hold on. If you don't know what's going on with these big ass companies, just, just for a heads up, they're basically buying as many houses as they can in all the hottest markets, and then they are slowly releasing them, affecting the market. This seems to be the same shit, but Amazon is so big that it's scary because they have enough money to buy up the whole fucking country uh, through the new program. Uh, turnkey program would be home buyers in 15 markets can use an Amazon portal to connect with realology agents. <sighs> Upon closing, buyers are rewarded with a bundle of Amazon benefits worth <laughs> as much as five thousand dollars. From smart home devices to cleaning, painting, furniture, assembly, and furniture assembly services. Yeah, this is very interesting. This is very, very interesting. For Amazon, this is a free way to experiment with attracting customers, Craig Halalulum said. Uh, analysis Brad 
Berning wrote in a recent research note for realology. We believe this is a desperate desperation to improve their broker platform, which is structurally headwind and leverage balance sheet. I wonder how bad it really is. Like, what, what are they talking about? Like, how bad are the are the downsides? These types of companies kind of float, man. The company, which includes this is pretty awesome. This company, which includes Caldwell Banker, Century 21 Real Estate and so the buys international realty among its brands has seen its stock sink 65 percent this year everybody's falling out of real estate uh realology market cap has shrunk to around 600 million after peaking more than seven billion dollars in 2013 realology share rose 35 percent to seven dollars after a partnership with amazon was announced effectively turnkey services as a lead generating program for realology brokers and agents similar to zillow the popular real estate search engine uses algorithms to zestimate on home valuations to help buyers connect with local agents. I mean, listen, same old shit. Awesome. Uh, same old shit as, as Zillow, as far as this lead generation thing. So basically, if you don't understand how real estate works, I'll give you guys another example of why this is kind of shit. Uh, if you pay enough money, you can get leads. Leads are people that are looking to either buy or sell a house and because Zillow makes it so simple where you don't speak to nobody, they're pretty much the best place to be. You give them money, they send people your way, you talk to people, hey, you want to buy a house, you want to sell a house, what do you want to do? It's pretty simple. At this level, it seems like Amazon is just getting into a, a networking with what they can offer. With Damn, this is actually it's smart as shit. Smart as shit. They're just going to use their marketing power to generate more leads for their agents but, I mean, this is just the beginning of the end of, of big real estate firms. That's all this shit really is. I found it very interesting because the amount of markets was very small. It's only 15 markets. Vegas and Nevada wasn't one of them. But it's so hard to fight with these big, big companies. It's so fucking hard. Because this shit doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, the key is marketing, right? You say Amazon, it's already in everybody's face. How hard is it to fight with Amazon? Amazon already has everybody's information. They're tapped into EBT. They're tapped into TANF. They're tapping your email. They're tapping your phone, your TV, your Twitch. If your kid's on Twitch, they're everywhere. So, I don't know. This type of shit bothers me because I just don't see no... Like, where does it end? Where does it end? It really doesn't seem to to have a a rhyme or read. Like, bro, I, I said it. Real estate was at a certain spot at one point where it looked like things were great. And in other cities, it seems that things are great. But in Nevada, things are shit, bro. Like, I'm seriously considering moving to fucking Texas because things aren't getting any better. But uh, let's get into this. Um, Let's get into this Black Lives Matter mansion. I found it very interesting that uh, I found it very interesting that nobody had talked about this. At least nobody took it serious. And then all the mothers that cried about Black Lives Matter using their children to generate money and wealth and they were literally being pushed out of their homes and they had no money because they were sitting there trying to deal with what happened with their child nobody batted an eye uh the new york post from the new york post the sprawling six million dollar mansion bought by black lives matters in los angeles and once hosted humphrey bogard and marilyn monroe as house guests and comes complete with a <laughs> the soundstage music studio pool and two bedroom guest house the 7,400 square foot Studio City compound in the, is a 1930s farmhouse that also boasts seven bedrooms, seven bathrooms, 
according to the real estate listing. Impressively renovated back to the 1930s with all modern conveniences. It is list. The listing says Marilyn Monroe and Humphrey Bogart. Why? 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 That's not a selling point. Who gives a shit? Uh, the stunning mansion was secretly bought by a shell company October 2020, connected to the embattled Black Lives Matters Global Network Foundation, which used part of its $90 million donation windfall to purchase the property as a campus for the organization. Property records reviewed by the Post Tuesday showed that the home sold for $3.1 million to Dwayne Pascal a Los Angeles-based real estate developer who works on nonprofit sectors in the deal that was closed on October 27th, 2020. The house is massive. It's a beautiful house. It wasn't the only one they bought. They got that one. There's a $20 million one in the Bahamas. There's one in New York, and I think there was one in London. Somewhere in London. They are balling like a m- billions of dollars were generated by this company, and it did nothing. They didn't fucking support anybody they they didn't support any politicians they didn't help any families all they did was line their pockets to take care of themselves it wasn't black lives matters it was their pockets mattered it wasn't black lives matters it was how much money can we get off of the backs of all these people suffering it wasn't black lives matters it was less cake the fuck up and run off on the plug and that's what they did they took all the money they bought these houses they've been living a very cushy life and every single one of them quit or retired early huh when this house was bought and they got caught the the head of Black Lives Matter said that she had a very lucrative YouTube deal. And she had like six followers. She couldn't afford this fucking house off her six followers if she wanted to. Her followers would have to send her ass like six million fucking dollars a piece. She's wildin', yo. I'm sorry. That was just a bit exaggerated. But nonetheless, no. It was completely wrong. That shit was so wrong. Unbelievable. So, let's get to the scammers. I love me some scammers. It's Friday. We got to talk about scrammers. And uh, the story's out of Vegas, KTNVLV, Channel 13, I think it was. A uh, New Jersey man who conspired with his then-girlfriend to cook up a feel-good story about a helpful homeless man and then used to... <laughs> hey, he's, he used... Him and his girlfriend cooked up a story, a feel-good story to help a homeless man. And then use the lie to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations online. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, has been sentenced to more than two years in federal prison. Mark, <laughs> yo, shout out to Mark. Freedom boy, Mark. He didn't do shit wrong. Mark received 27-month term on Friday. He pled guilty in November to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Prosecutors say uh, Mark and his ex-girlfriend and a homeless veteran concocted a scheme about the vet. Giving a woman $20 when she ran out of gas in Philadelphia. Oh, that's a good little story. He gave her money because he was homeless. Uh, the three raised funds for the vet online that uh, Mark and his ex-girlfriend then spent mostly on themselves. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Before he was sentenced, uh, Diamincio, I think that's his last name, told the U.S. District Judge Noel Hillman, that he changed and he's focusing on his family. No the fuck he ain't. In quotes he said, the person that did these things that let us here no longer exists. Bust a shot for the boy. Free that boy. Alright. So the the that was fucking genius. Shout out to them. 
I feel like my show has been is off because I didn't start recording. So I'm sorry if it is off because I feel I'm I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. That's my fault. That was my fault. I gotta like put a sticker on the screen that says push record, dummy. <sighs> okay. Have you ever heard of microplastics? All right. Microplastics. Let me tell you about these microplastics. Uh Joe Rogan said it makes your dick smaller. And that's why guys are turning into pussies because of microplastics. I swear, Joe Rogan can say anything. He's just like Button. And it becomes a thing. All of a sudden, people are talking about microplastics. He talked about it one time on his pod, and boom, now everybody has a think piece on it. So, stories from Vice. Uh, what's less than five millimeters long, toxic, and literally everywhere? The answer, unfortunately, microplastics. Chung, chung. Uh... Does that scare you? It doesn't really scare me. Little pieces of plastic pollution that enter our ecosystem by ways of body washes, plastic water bottles, fishnets, tires, grocery bags, and, well, everything. 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 According to the recent flood of news coverage, because of Joe Rogan, that's what they should be saying, microplastics are coursing through our veins. Are they? I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, It is fundamentally changing our biomes to the deep sea fish. Really? Yo, whatever happened with the BP spill? You want to talk about fuck plastic? How about all that oil shit? God's coolest looking creatures and step aside spiders because we're apparently eating a credit card's worth of microplastics. Wait, what? Hold on. Let me read this whole shit again. I don't even know what the fuck just happened there. That whole shit just jumped. Microplastics are coursing through our veins, slushing over the Arctic ice flows, and fundamentally change our biomes of deep sea fish. God's coolest looking creatures. That's a weird statement. And step aside spiders because we're apparently eating a credit card's worth of microplastic. That's five grams per. Bro, who the fuck wrote this? So microplastics are in everything. And apparently what's happening is that they're getting inside of our body and are fusing with our DNA. Our DNA is literally changing to have plastic in it. It's in water bottles. It's in fucking soaps. It's in every single thing out there. When people say they want to stop using oil, when they say, oh, we got to stop using uh crude oil we got to stop using fossil fuels you can't literally it's in everything plastics it's it's mostly fossil fuels you'll be surprised at how many things in your house contain fossil fuels and those plastics are fucking us according to joe rogan because he's a scientist we're all fucked these plastics are going to take over our bodies and we're going to be peeing out plastic chips that's it let's talk about that Will checked into rehab. What I hope rehab is, is a sex club where he gets to bang a bunch of chicks and find himself and get away from that fucking miserable woman that he's married to. That's what I feel about. That's how I feel about Will. I really do. I feel he needs to get the fuck away from her. I'm so upset I didn't record the beginning of the show. Sucks. My daughter's got a dance tonight. I'm, I'm excited for her. I'm all thrown off. I'm all thrown off. The workload that we're about to like commence scares the shit out of me, y'all. And I don't even know if anybody's going to want to like get on a Patreon. Are y'all down for that? Give me some feedback. If we do exclusive content, right? One extra pod a week, for five bucks, seven bucks, I think, because Patreon only lets you do five. 
Or do they? Is it fake? I don't know. One of them didn't let me do less than seven. Would y'all watch that? And then for 10 bucks, we'll do two lives with, uh, with like a Zoom call, bro. And we'll bring everybody on. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Even if it's just me and Loner, fuck it. We going to do that. I'm sick of her. I'm sick of Jada, bro. Like, what you mean? I wish it would have never happened. Me and my... Like, at first, when it all happened, my thing was, as a married man, you got to defend your wife because that's our job. We signed up to defend... I'm going to make sure that you're good at all times because that's what I signed up to do. I'm not doing it because you're weak, inferior, none of that. My wife can handle herself. That's not the point. But because you're my wife, I take care of this shit. And I'm going to go up on that stage. I'm going to kick the fuck out of this if it was necessary. Unfortunately, I don't deem that as a, a necessary thing. Like, that wasn't tough. That shit was pussy as shit. One. Two, my wife would never sit there and go, I wish you never did that. Fuck that. If it was beef and somebody said some real slick shit, I'm going to look back at my girl and say, so what we going to do? And then I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. She ain't going to sit there and be like, oh, I wish you never did that. No. No, no, no. We, don't, we, we gangsters. It's all the way up. Will gotta go. Go fuck the Australian bitch. <sighs> I'm gonna work very hard this weekend to catch up on all the clips, catch up on all the YouTube clips, and set up, I guess, the Vimeo account on the Patreon. And fuck it, we'll be on Patreon. One extra episode for five dollars. I'm not gonna do that shit a week, but we'll definitely film enough to give you basically five pods. So five a week. If I'm doing five, loner, five a week, and we're doing two extra a week, so two, four, six, eight a week, or eight a month, $20, is that too much? I think we got to ask 15. I, I, I'm going to figure this out with y'all, because I never wanted to charge y'all. I wanted to just have sponsors pay for everything, but, I mean, is 15 too much? Where do we stand with this? And for those that are watching the video on Spotify, yeah, we fucked up this week. We'll take care. Next week will be a whole new week, and we'll <laughs> figure this shit out. And I'm changing the damn cover because my cheeks look crazy, and I think it's time to be, like, be more serious on my cover of the pod cover. It's going to be a very hectic weekend on top of going to the dealership and trying to get this damn car. This is the problem I'm having with the dealership. The car that I want is, like, Fucking twenty thousand over a sticker, so it was sixty, and then plus the twenty puts it at like eighty nine. It's a Kia. That's what really fucks me up. But it's electric and it's dope as shit. Now they make another one. It's not as dope, but I like it better than the Tesla because every time I've touched the Tesla, they make creaky, cracky noises all over. If I'm spending a hundred thousand dollars and the car makes noises, I'm not happy. If Kia is making a better quality car with a better price. It has a magnetic in, uh, motor, which is dope as shit. The battery charges as fast as any other batteries. Probably the fast... Well, the EV6 had the fastest, but the same battery. Fastest charge from 0 to 80, 17 minutes on a fast charge. That's amazing. On top of that, you get 280 miles on the battery. Again, amazing. I'm spending like $800 a month on gas right now. It's ridiculous. I want an electric car. I don't want one just to not have... Like, I, I need one. I don't care what it looks like. I just want a nice one. That runs dope. And it's a cute little car. And, and shit, as long as the police don't bother me. As long as the motherfucker ain't black on black, the police don't bother me. You see me in my truck, it's a wrap. They're going to pull us over. 
But I'll be doing that tomorrow morning on top of trying to figure out this Patreon. And, yeah, I mean, we'll make it a weekly thing. Like, it'll be every day. As much content as possible. I'll be out there walking with my phone with the camera on. <sighs> we got this. It's Friday, y'all. <laughs> it's Friday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's it for today's show. Again, to those that are watching the video on Spotify, we apologize. Fucked up at the beginning. Those on YouTube, thank you for watching. Facebook, thank you for watching. Twitch, thank you for watching. For everybody that was listening, this is the dopest podcast in the world. Oh, shit. My elbow. Fuck. <laughs> uh, see, I lied and I hurt myself. This is the dopest podcast in the world. Fuck y'all. Uh, to the millions and millions of listeners, my name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wine. I'm going to have like a song, maybe. We just play that. And I'm out.